Hello everyone and welcome back to a very special segment of the show. Uh, today on board we have a special guest over the internet. He writes about magic, he plays the game and comes out with pretty damn innovative decks. He's been to six pro tours since his pro debut in 2008 and has garnered at least one GP top 8 position. Uh, I'll, che- I'll check with you on that. So uh, he's been on yeah. TEDx. Uh talking about uh, why humans play games. So we all know him as Tu. So please welcome the living end himself, Travis Wu. Hi, welcome on the show, Travis. Hi, Mikhail. Uh, thanks so much for having me. Hey, yeah. Travis. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks for coming uh, on the show. Yeah, we, we, we really appreciate Yeah, we rarely have pros on the show. I think uh, while I was in Portugal... We had uh, Li Shitian. Yeah, we had Li Shitian on board. We had uh, we had some of the Portuguese national players. But yeah, uh, it's nice to have, it's nice to have uh, people playing pro magic on the show, on this very little podcast that nobody yeah, listens well, to. I mean, I'm not so much a pro player as I am a content creator at this point. I mean, I really. All that in the past was to get me here. That was not the end. That was the means. So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, I haven't. I played in like a tournament this year. It's just not. Oh, you haven't played in a tournament this year. I think I played in one pre-release. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's pre-release is fine. Yeah, Actually, but you do you do a lot of streaming and you do a lot of uh, MTGO, which yeah. So, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, mm. So let uh, so let's start off. Um, with so for, getting for, to know you, yeah. yeah. For people who don't know you, how uh, where where are you from, and how how you started um, playing Magic? Yeah, so I'm from Seattle, Washington, which is also where Magic is from, which is probably why I we were exposed to it so young. It's just chance of time and location. So the game started going around '93, and we mm-hmm. had the game by '95. So yeah, I mean, we so you've been playing since the start. Since the very two years after the start, so two years after the start, missed the, missed the very missed alpha and beta, so I didn't <laughs> get about those singles. But uh, um, and when I say we, I mean me and my brother, and we also had some friends in our group, uh, and we would play all kinds of games. We would play different TCGs, Magic, Star Wars, Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z. Oh man, I um, remember some of these. I I Pokemon. did play uh, <laughs> some of these. Uh, Star Wars, Pokemon. Yeah, mm. that's a uh, and. We would play computer games, World of War, or not World of Warcraft, Warcraft, Age of Empires, Starcraft. Uh, would play Nintendo. Would play sp- a lot of different sports, every sport you can imagine. And what kind of ended up happening is most of those other games stopped growing or died off, uh, and Magic stuck around, which was just yeah, it wasn't so, like at the start it was like this is the game. It was like. 20 it was like 15 years later it's like all most of these other games have shrunk or no, died Pokemon off Pokemon is still around though <laughs> Yeah Pokemon is still around but uh yeah but I'm, the economy the economy yeah. and the I I won't say the complexity but yeah especially the economy of Pokemon isn't as complex as uh, Magic, Magic the Gathering yeah. at least yeah not as lucrative as Magic the Gathering <laughs> I mean definitely the economy in Magic is so big that there's so many ways to make money if you want to yeah exactly and there's there's so many things to understand about it if you know just from an academic standpoint it's uh it's crazy 
Well, good thing good thing you chose the right um <laughs> the, the right, the right yeah. to stuck to stick to. Like I, I mean, it wasn't that I chose it. Like I chose 20 things and <laughs> and one just stuck around, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh like right now right now you did mention you're not playing any tournaments, but uh you do play a lot of Magic online. So what format do you uh do you currently play and which one's your favorite? Um, I'm doing a lot of different things right now. I'm playing Popper, mm-hmm. I'm playing Modern, and I'm starting to dabble with EDH. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Welcome on board, man. Yeah, welcome uh, to the club, yo. I mean, my my relationship with Magic has really changed. And right now, I mean, it's less about me playing, and it's less about me making crazy new decks, mm-hmm. because um, the most important thing for me right now is to be really, really helpful in the magic community and that stuff is 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 helpful for selling cards but for helping individuals not as much i mean ideally i really need to be doing a little bit of both but more focused on helping people so i've been doing a lot of how to's and strategy and deck building deck crafting and walkthroughs and breakdowns and stuff like that having a lot of fun with that and also feeling that's what people really want from me right now i think Mm. uh it's more helpful more useful okay so talking about that uh you just released uh an e-course on your website Mm woobrews.com uh so I I went through a bit of it. It's pretty extensive. You cover a lot of you cover a lot of different concepts that I think even uh sometimes like pros they don't uh they don't necessarily bring it up. Mm-hmm. Uh like or they keep it to themselves. Uh, I don't think <laughs> I don't think pros will keep it to themselves. Come on man. Like yeah, the magic community is all about sharing, caring, right? Uh but yeah, so so it's on your website. So can you tell the people at home like what's the e-course about? The e-course about is about really giving anyone is one for people who want to learn more about magic deck building and it's two importantly for people who want to learn more from magic deck building. So like you said, I mean a lot of the pros do keep it to themselves. You know, the and also the pros just don't have time to teach all that stuff you know they have you're burdened with your article so you and you're preparing for tournaments you share whatever you're working on um and people do do share and they do be people are helpful and they do share uh what they're working on they do sh- share the tier one strategies and how to play them and all that yeah but there's just there's no time if you're writing for one of these sites there's and this isn't disparaging the sites again these are great and they're awesome great way to jump into magic is to pick an existing deck or to scope out the competition and if you're going to buy cards why not buy them from an online card store so i'm all for that however what they're missing is there's just no time to sit down and walk you through everything right like what what goes behind uh you know coming up with that deck exactly like there's there's a lot of principles and yeah there's a thought process uh that you have to put yourself into uh, before you before you even pick up the deck, right? I mean, exactly. I want to give anyone who wants it all the tools they have to make their own awesome competitive decks. I mean, you look at the work that I've have been doing over the past couple of years. It's like I come up with a new semi-competitive deck fifty-two times a year, right? <laughs> it's formulaic. It's yeah, actually. Yeah. I mean, you know, I get a lot of flack for my 
making a lot of mistakes, but I mean, no one else is playing 52 new decks yeah. a year. Yeah, that's, that's how you learn. You learn there from mistakes. There isn't one person in the world who does that. So um, it's really about the deck building, the deck crafting. And I mean, it's just, it's way easier than most people would think or would expect, but there's just not a course that teaches all of it. Mm. I mean, there's some other good resources out there. Patrick yeah. Chapin. Yeah, Patrick next Chapin's uh, Next Level, level Magic, right? Yeah, that's good, and that will give you uh, historical context to everything, which is really helpful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mike Forrest has some stuff. But, oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's like most of the good strategy articles were written 10 years ago, and now it's just like whatever the new cards are. It's kind so, of obsolete. It, it, well, I won't say it's obsolete, but the, the principles behind it are very similar, uh, you know, but the landscape is very different. Yeah, yeah the landscape I mean, will the definitely new cards be different. Are, are yeah. really like cards today. It's it's the power level is just it's crazy. The, I mean, the idea is that most of the best, most helpful articles have already been written, mm-hmm. and you can't rerun them all the time. So, um, so, if you're if you're going off of like this week on the major strategy sites, you know, you're getting hot cards of this week. So this course is really about zooming out zooming out really really far and looking at everything from start to finish and again i mean i encourage you to look at the major strategy sites and that's a a less time intensive way to jump in it's a less time intensive way to get competitive faster Mm -hmm. um but if you want to build your own unique competitive decks um this course is is for that i see okay so so how long have you been working on this like was there anyone that you were working with on it that's um, very bad sentence structure by the way <laughs> nah. so i mean i've been working on it all of 2015 for the most part mm-hmm. um and i had basically one editor behind the scenes who worked with me the whole time and I, I had a few other people going through it with me um to help make it better but i mean it really started as an ebook until i realized um we can do better than that like why not make it a group? Why not make exercises? And a new thing I'm doing now also is um, video set uh, video strategy sessions. So if someone signs up for the program, they get 30 minutes of my time to uh, me look at their situation and help them uh, get the most from from the program from the course. So oh, that's cool. That sounds think, awesome, actually. Yeah, that's like yeah. a workshop. Uh, I I think uh, rather than a book. Like workshops do uh, something that's that a book actually just can't, you know. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And it's nice that you're uh, that you're putting up the time to to help uh, to help them. Well, ultimately, I find it more satisfying. Like like I said, I've been selling magic cards for a long time, um, and <laughs> I want to. I'd prefer to sell helpful knowledge from the game it's just a totally different dynamic like it still promotes the game right by yeah, a different in a way. totally different way where i'm not like buy these cards speculate on all these cards <laughs> right now. instead it's like here's something useful you can think about mm-hmm. right it's just totally different yeah so did you do you have any considerations when you were coming out with a course like when like you, who who were you uh who were you targeting 
uh, when you came out of the course, like when the in when the during the inception mm. of the idea, like mm. who who was the target uh audience? Like there has to be someone. Like right now, uh, right now I'm uh I do a sealed draft every Tuesday, mm. and uh, there's this guy who's who came in uh four weeks ago and like every basically every Tuesday is a new game of magic for him. Uh, so this will be like the fourth game of magic for him, and you know, I I look at him like like how he progresses, and you know, helping it helping it out. So who, uh, was there like any specific type of uh, person that that you were considering when you came up with this? Yeah, the specific type of person is anyone who wants to learn more from magic specifically. So motivated, self empowered people who want to take control type thing i mean and that can be a beginner or it can be a pro the way the content is structured is um it starts off in a way that anyone can understand but it gets more complex than anything you're going to see on a strategy site for the most part there's a lot of graphs and a lot of uh equations and stuff like that um so i mean if you're a, a noob it would take you a while to work through, but I mean, you could become a master really by the end of it. But if you're a pro, you would also uh, learn a lot. But the main thing is anyone who looks at this course is going to look at magic in a new way and be like, wow, you know, this is this is really for the people who are like, you know, my family judges me spending all this money on magic or whatever. Right. <laughs> that person, uh, yeah, man, that's, that. yeah, that's a <laughs> lot of people, you know. <laughs> yeah. So the course is like has budget and finance to help you with that, but is also like a- after you see it, you're gonna be like, "Wow, this game is really amazing." I didn't realize everything that I learned. I'm doing math on a daily basis. Not everyone even does that. I'm mm-hmm. doing all these complicated mental thought processes, and I'm way smarter for it. And yeah. uh, now I can show my friends and family, like, "Look, I'm doing like my brain. Look at my brain, man." Like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> this is not just a card game. Yeah, exactly. So much more. Yeah, you were, you mentioned on your TEDx like this is chess, uh, and uh, this is chess with variable pieces and variable playing fields. So yeah, I I I always I always allude to that uh that explanation to people, especially mm-hmm. when they don't know uh what magic is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as a I mean as a judge, you have to customer service. You know, when they ask you, like when parents come what, in and they ask magic? you, like, what's, what's this magic thing? What, what's well, my kid doing? It's also like Scrabble. It's like chess, Scrabble, poker, and Pokemon. <laughs> like that's how <laughs> everything, everything put into one, right? Uh, okay, so yeah. Uh, so let's talk about your streaming. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about your, tell us more about your stream. Like I don't, uh, for me, streaming is not really a big habit. So I don't really watch Twitch that much. Uh, but I'm starting to watch like some of the magic uh, streams. Mm-hmm. So what do you do on your stream channel? What's your stream channel, uh, by the way? Uh, my stream tw- channel is twitch.tv slash Travis Wu. Yeah. Um, and my stream has really changed over the years. It started off as a magic thing, and I would stream every night. I ended up traveling a lot and cut back the stream hours, and I'm in an area right now where my stream quality is not great. But yeah. I also learned along the way that um, I have a hard time dealing with large audiences. Um, I mean, there's trolls. Some people are better dealing with trolls. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I uh, fight fire with fire, or I ban people. I say the wrong thing. 
or whatever. I mean, I'm not I'm not a good like prime time streamer. I've tried it. It's just not for me. However, I like streaming for a small private audience. I see. Um, yeah, people who are already familiar with me. I mean, I'll take in new people through Facebook, through Twitter, through YouTube or whatever. But new people on stream see me out of context is problematic. And I have a hard time uh, dealing, knowing what to say. But I mean, my stream, that's for multiple reasons. I don't keep the stream to just magic. I tend to talk about controversial things and i associate with controversial people like i'm looking at this picture of malcolm x i have up on my wall right like how is that controversial uh, i don't understand malcolm x is a malcolm x is a very strong historical figure who represents something very you know very important in especially in american history and in civil rights history malcolm uh, x is certainly controversial uh, compared, compared to martin luther king uh, i don't have, i don't have an mlk <laughs> K picture of malcolm compa- x picture. comparisons but okay, so uh, so I see in your in your uh, social profiles, your mm-hmm. dad's a really big supporter of your of mm-hmm. all your social media stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, have you ever thought of like bringing him bringing him on the stream to stream with you? Um, <laughs> That's awesome, well, by the way. Well, I don't I don't live. Oh, you same. don't live with your parents? No, one day one day you should have him like on a Skype conversation uh-huh. across, and like have Talk him on the stream actually. My parents don't just don't really want to, I don't know, they're, they're, it's just not for them. But I mean, they support what I do and that's yeah, awesome to have. So, so, I mean, they supported it the whole way from the start, buying us cards or whatever. And seeing once it was like, oh, they could make money from this. It was like, you know, we'll help them start flying to nationals and stuff like that. And then eventually uh, graduated to doing it on my own. So, I mean, I couldn't, obviously couldn't have done this without my parents and it's nice that they still support everything. That's cool. How about your brother? Is he still, is he still in the game? Is he working with you in any form? Um, not really working with me. I mean, um, he's still vaguely in the game, but I mean, he, his aspiration was never really to, I don't know, monetize it in the way that I did. But, I mean, we did end up, we top eight at a Grand Prix together, which is nice. Yeah, insane. 1,600 people, eight of us, and we traveled to Spain together. So, I mean, we've checked it off the bucket list. Like, (laughs) it doesn't get better than that. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's really cool. Like, if it were your friend, I mean, like, already top eighting, uh, top eighting or, you know, uh, with your friend eight. yeah yeah making a top eight with your friend is quite cool but with your, your brother, brother man that must be that must be a really big experience i the greatest greatest magic memory by far like and i'm not trying to replicate it it's like it happened right like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah sure uh, okay so any plans for new content coming soon so what can we expect from travis Wu in the coming months um, so yeah, I have a YouTube channel, Magic Learning, mm-hmm. youtube.com slash Travis Wizard. And I'm sharing a lot of how to's like, uh, yeah, basically educational stuff. And also, again, importantly, stuff that even if you're not an active tournament player, even if you're not a magic player, you, you can learn from like, this isn't me trying to do like self help and teaching. It's like magic is actually really powerful educational tool for learning 
mental processes like opportunity cost and sequencing and ordering and ratios and budgeting and finance and, and on and on and on and on. So that's really what I'm trying to focus on. Yeah, um, I, I think that's I think that's quite cool. I mean, like, uh, magic is the platform, but the but the lessons you learn are are universal. Yeah. Yeah, I really believe that. Okay. Uh. Okay. So, every guest we have on the show, I bring out this uh random questions back that even Edwin doesn't know about. Uh, I just yeah. saw it yesterday. Yeah, you just saw it yesterday. So I'm gonna pick a random question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are really really weird ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh. Hmm. Uh, Okay, if you were made into a creature or a planeswalker, so what color would you be and what abilities would you have? I know that I'd be overcosted and I'd, I would be. <laughs> multicolored, I'd be massively multicolored and overcosted, right? Definitely black. Definitely black. Okay. Um, potentially multicolored. Probably all, all the colors. <laughs> Plus the new diamond something, basic lens. Something yeah. that looks like a garbage Timmy card that's hard to build around, like. <laughs> I can't go this specific to what it looks like, but the type of card that's just offensive. <laughs> I don't know. Edwin, how about you? What's your... I have never thought about that. Come on. No, no, no. So now, right oh, now... Probably think... black, green. Okay, black, green. What uh, what abilities would it be? Your typical... Sacrifice. Reanimator, planeswalker, yeah. I guess. Uh, I would probably be... Uh, I guess I would be blue and red. Because is that in me or white and blue, uh, and yeah, I I would probably be either taxing you, or you probably Zedru in yeah, yeah, yeah. Form. just be very janky, very uh, uh Johnny type uh type uh, situ- uh card. But, okay, so I'm, thinking like, I'm thinking about my card. Uh huh. It would be costed like progenitus, probably. <laughs> be like it would be like a two-two, just a small, like super small, and have some bizarre, like if you cast this from your library, like you get this massive effect. Oh, okay. Like, That's uh, even, I know if you cast it from your library. Even cast. <laughs> you cast it from your library. It goes straight into the graveyard, and uh, probably just shuffle your graveyard back into your library, right? <laughs> like I don't know if you cast it from your library you like get to put your whole deck into play so weird so and weird uh, <laughs> that would be really fun and no you have to include yeah you have to include the new uh, basic land type which is uh, waste the diamond yeah, yeah diamond mana. basic waste so it'll cost 12 mana then yeah <laughs> it'll be uh, it'll probably be two uh, two cards put into one uh, big like the BFG from um from unglued, yeah, yeah. big furry monster. Okay, uh, so let's wrap up the interview. So thanks for coming yeah. on the show. So, uh, before we end the show, uh, please let the folks at home know how they can catch more of you. Your your Twitter, your Twitch, your website, Facebook. Yeah. Man, I've got so many brands; it's hard to keep track. But if you look at me on Facebook and Twitter as Travis Wizard, Travis YouTube. Wizard. As Travis Wizard slash uh, Magic Learning. Magic Learning is my new channel. Okay. And Twitch TV slash Travis Wu. I stream on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. All right. So awesome. 
thanks for thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Travis. Thank uh, you. Yeah, we Thank always, you for your we, time. Yeah, we love it when uh, pros come by and uh, show us some love because we don't have any love at all. Uh, well, thanks so much for having me. And you asked good questions and your preparation was good. So, uh, cool. yeah. thanks, man. Thanks. Journalists, journalists. Yeah. For a conversational podcast, I think we do pretty good. All right. So, thanks for coming by. Uh, we're going to wrap up this segment. Ciao. All right. Thanks, man. Ciao.